Hello and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more Shelf Stories. Hey gamers, this is Liz Davidson from Beyond Solitaire and we are back with some commentary on the People's Choice Top 200 Solo Games list voted on by the amazing population of solo gamers over on Board Game Geek. Um, so this is a really celebratory time of year. This video is going to focus on games 51 through 100. So I want to introduce my co-hosts and then maybe give a little bit of commentary. So Derek, you want to go first? Hi, I'm Derek. Uh, I play board games. No, I, I'm a solo. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Actually, we just brought him up. He just brought him nice. up. Not even real. I'm not even real. Uh, so my name is Derek. I'm uh, go by. I on my channel, I Kanji Studios. I play uh, solo board games live. Do not call me Kanji. Call me Derek because I'm nobody special. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Maggie. Hello, everyone. I'm Maggie. I'm the themer half of the YouTube channel Thinker Themer, which I run with uh, with my wife, uh, Amy. Um, and we do, yeah, YouTube board game reviews, uh, and sometimes some lists here and there, and just in general, just chat about games. Thanks Fantastic. And my, uh, my game bestie with whom I go back very far, especially on these commentaries, the original um, commentary host, Jason Perez. Yo, my peoples, what's up? I'm just so, so excited to spend time with Maggie. I, I've, I'm, I'm spellbound. Uh, the Finger Femur channel has blown up. I remember when it had one subscriber. <laughs> and now it's like as tens of thousands. And I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. And Derek and Liz. <laughs> we love you too, Jason. <laughs> You'll come back to me in the end. I know it's. <laughs> You have your dalliances. <laughs> oh, man. So before we get going with the commentary, I do want to note, in case this is the first video that you've come on to, one, we need to absolutely thank gaming goat Kevin Erskine, who is the one who's been putting this list together for years and years and years. He's an absolute hero of our community, and we love him. And it's important to say that because this is his last year running this list. And wow. so I want to make sure that we like, let Kevin know, even if somebody else takes the list over, you're still our favorite. No one's ever going to be you, man. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure from the next person. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have pressure. It's vicious to fill. No, I, I do hope this tradition continues. And so does Kevin. He's actually really, really like open about that. So we'll see what happens with the list next year. But I very, very much hope to see a new person or team of people take it over. But Kevin has done an incredible service to our part of the hobby. I firmly believe that the solo gaming community is the best community in gaming um, because nothing nothing makes you want to talk to other people more than sitting and playing a game by yourself because then you have to go report on it. So I feel like that's just what we do. <laughs> well, we're the biggest um, online groups, you know? And that, yeah. That's like quantifiable. Like we were big online groups before they were really big online groups yeah. because gaming is inherently social, but it doesn't mean that we have to have a bunch of people around the table. Like a part of it is we, we experience gaming and the first thing we do is we want to share it with our friends mm -hmm. and, and, and like, you know, well-wishers and other people. So like we were on this train, this whole online thing, like way before the pandemic and then the pandemic kind of blew it all up. Uh, the real one, not the game. The game is my favorite, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it, I think it's in this lower half of the list, so maybe not the actual game. <laughs> 
but no, to, to the point about solo, the solo gaming community, it really is like we're we. It is dope, and if you love solo games, there's a there's a there's a group out there for you. Absolutely. All right. So on to the list. This is part of a three-part series. This is the second video in that series. So um, we previously covered games 101 through 200 on the list. We're now talking about games 51 through 100. And then, of course, we will get to the Magnificent 1 through 50. But this is actually, I, you know, I mentioned I love looking at the kind of bottom half of this list, but I also really like to have a glance at 51 through 100. Just because it's not the last video in the series doesn't mean there aren't a lot of gems in here. So, uh, guess anybody want to comment on some trends they saw or things of interest? Uh, one of my favorite games on this it made it into the 5150 list um, of all time, and I need it to go higher because it's incredible and I love it. And I'll never let it go. And is, Jason is has it a... in his background. Oh, oh, oh I, thought it was, I thought it was Cthulhu Death May Die. What, what no, no, yeah. right there. Where are your fingers? No, up to the right. Up. All the way. Yeah, there you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Gloom and Kill Forth. Um, this is a game by Tristan Hall, um, Hall or Nothing Productions. And uh, they are just they just delivered Call of Kill Forth, which is the third game in the series. Uh, it has, uh, I, I, challenge, I challenge all of you to find a game with better art than mm -hmm. that game uh it has the most beautiful art i've ever seen i love the gameplay there is some um therapeutic history for me and the reason why it's my number one but i'd love to see it higher but it is where it is for people of uh for fans of the series um but i see a lot of games on here that are my a lot in my top list uh this war of mine that's in my top list um mm -hmm. Frostpunk, that's in my top list so um, I'm happy to see those ones. Yeah, but this this is a nice list. Two this... super cheery, uplifting games. Nothing like sadness and child labor uh, to make a contra. game just right. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> just feel good games, just cozy games. You know, like that's that's my yeah. Nothing beats uh, a warm cup of coffee and a blanket. <laughs> War of mine <laughs> and death and destruction. <laughs> I feel oh, like we've yeah. gotten yeah. so but, much insight to Derek today. Well, I mean, it's the that. insight. It's inside the solo community. Like I've been again, as I've been saying a bunch of times, it's probably good that the list is kind of over because uh, <laughs> you notice a similar things. Like this is the part of the list where always those kind of games cluster. Like yeah. Lumen Forth has been here the whole time. But you, you know, um, I think if 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 a you know kind of a prototypical solo game was making you know their top ten and submitting it to Kevin, it's like they'll put their favorite game on top. It could be whatever. But then there are these like games that people love. They're their fifth favorite, sixth favorite, seventh favorite, mm -hmm. and they're there. So it's like you know, Gloom and Kill Force on that list. Cthulhu Death May Die uh, is on that list. The Tainted Grail has kind of made that list. These are big games, people. <laughs> then they're not going to be the first things that people pull off the shelf, but they had a gr they remember having a great time with it, and they remember it being very memorable. So and that's and and, and they, like in terms of a big adventure. Uh, experience. So yeah, no, this is going to be like it basically sustains Kickstarter <laughs> these times. Jason, do you do you feel that not and not, not just Jason, Liz and Maggie as well? Do you all feel that whenever we get to this section of the list, this is the forget this is the forever game list. This is the one that's if if you're you will not saying all of it, but you will find games that are in here that are on your forever shelf. Like I think that yeah, there's going to be. I mean, part of it's mathematics. Uh, part of it's just, you know just 
uh, you know, distributionally gamer experience. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be games in this list that are certain people's forever games. Like, yeah. you know, Old Sworn is another one that's in here. I know people that just love, like, they, they, they're they going to be, like, into Old Sworn. It's like a billion boxes for it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and, yeah, I think that's also part of it. It's like, okay, these are big games with big, lots of expansions, and the people that actually explore all the expansions, God willing, <laughs> you know, they are, they, they're, it's going to be their list. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, I was I was gonna say you know all jokes aside with the uh, with the heavy themes those are pretty like I think those are great games that give you a real experience like you come out with like they can they touch you and they sort of make you feel stuff in a beyond just an intellectual exercise of like oh that felt intellectually yes. satisfying it's like oh that made me like that was you know that hit me you know in the feels or it really made me kind of yeah see things differently so yeah. It, uh, on that note, from a happier <laughs> side of life, one thing that I was surprised to see here is Earthborn Rangers. Yes, I was just going to Yeah, so it's like it's one of the things I've been so looking forward to because it's sort of open world uh, and it's just like that solar punk. So it's not like the, you know, the more sort of semi-optimistic uh, side of it. But I was surprised that it was this high because I'm like, how many people have actually gotten a chance to play this yet? It's It's just delivering. It's It's just just delivering delivering now. So So, it came out earlier in Europe because it was printed in Europe. So Ah, a lot of people had a couple of months to play with it in Europe. So like that, I mean, the fact that it's like, I don't know, a fraction of the gaming community has it. And on the strength of their votes, which usually they put it like one yeah. or two, it's here. If you're like, I was going to say in the last episode, um, Liz talked about risers. This is my pick for riser. This is going to be. Mm. For me. Ju- I just got into the prologue, uh, the, that first mission. And it's like, oh, okay. And yeah. I'm still reserving judgment because you never know. <laughs> but for now it's like, okay, this mm. is might be something that'd be stick around a while. That's oh, cool. That's yeah, nice. for me, whenever I see games that haven't delivered full worldwide yet, I usually say give it a year, mm-hmm. right? Because they're so for for Europe who's gotten it and they've done their reviews. There's also the people who are like, oh, I love the company, so 100, you know. And so you don't get you get that weird amalgam of scoring where it's it's supporters who either love the company and said we're going to give them a big score at, mashed in with those who actually got the game and played it. So usually after a year, you actually see it kind of median off and you see like people who actually got to play the game are now scoring it. And, but Jason, if you're saying like this game that you've played so far, you're like, oh yeah, this is, I'm feeling it. Then, I mean, there's no reason why it shouldn't go higher. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And like a similar thing happened to Alter Quest when I first played it. I first played it and I'm like, whoa, this is going to be a game I'm going to love forever. And then it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. And then I sold it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's a, a tale as old as like, time. You know, I mean, you know, at the beginning you're kicking down doors, and I don't know where Alter Quest is in this list right now. I I, I didn't check. Um, well, I mean, like, Street Masters was down in that uh, bottom 100. Right. Uh, you know, and Blacklist so, is also now on the blacklist because they, as a company, have right. like failed they, in they got the big ways. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I mean, look, I I first busted out that game. I'm like, wow, this is the game for me. You're kicking open doors. You're doing combos and everything. And you know, the more you play it, it was like, okay, wow, these these combos are super heavy, and I'm I'm tracking a lot, and it kind of the bloom came off the rose. So mm. I'm. Nor like if I was a, a you know a younger reviewer, I'd be like, Earthborn Rangers is the greatest game of all time. I can't believe it. <laughs> and I've been scarred enough to be like, okay, let me give this a couple plays. But uh, what Maggie was saying, like, I am tired of these dour games. 
I want big adventure, but I don't want it like, you know, misery, you know, farming. So <laughs> give me, you know, something happy, something exciting and something exploratory with some challenge too. And it's, oh my God, like the it it could mm -hmm. be up there of top five for me in a couple of weeks. And I, and I think the thing for on my side is like those games that I mentioned, the sad, gloomy ones, they're there because the theme got me. And I think that that's, um, I was a huge fan of the IPs and the game did it better, right? Wow. This war of mine, the game is better than the video game. And Ooh. so you, it, it just, uh, because the theme hooks me, that's what that's what make it's like i love these games that are on here i mean nemesis is on here another you know there's one thing i have a problem with nemesis but other than that i enjoy it immensely what's the problem with nemesis the mo the the alien health i can't stand it oh, I, it's, I, I, mm -hmm. I, I cannot stand it like what, I flip it over. it's three it. health i flip it over it's seven it. it's like no it's mm. three <laughs> mm -hmm. this is where the solo rewriting of history is <laughs> <laughs> you know what's that, actually what this stretch of the list is that you know it's funny like i look at it and i can only see how much i've changed as a gamer in the mm -hmm. past few years mm. because there's a bunch of old classics in here that i don't feel as close to as i did early on so like you know i'm surprised agricola is still this high mm -hmm. because i remember playing it out and i've been done with that one for years it kind of you know um there's, you know, Baseball Highlights 2045 is still hanging in there. That one I do still really, really love. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting to see Space Hulk, Hulk Death Angel hang on as long as it has because... That's crazy. I, that is... It's, I, I it's like got to it. be people who have a copy who are just really happy to have a copy of Space Hulk Death Angel as it becomes more and more scarce. And... No, it's just have a for a year. It's, just yeah, it's like, been, yeah. When is it going to get chucked out? Like, it just has got incredible life to it. Mm -hmm. it's kind of impressive <laughs> i got one I got, i'm not forgiving yeah, it up me too. i'm not giving it up no. <laughs> you got 200 bucks maybe i'll get maybe i think about it <laughs> i was gonna say just as a as somebody who's into kind of like wargaming things like this is like extremely empty of, of my games? kind of thing yeah. of like wars and historical like it's just you know i was gonna say because it's very like you're like, a fool i'm like i recognize it's everything extremely like, <laughs> like i'm um, in my pool and my kitty pool of you know yeah <laughs> yeah it's full of euros and things that i used to like better than i currently do and it, it feels really role weird. player is one that that i'm new to role player and i know that it's been around for a while and it gets a lot of, and i see that it's slipping so it's like that's now kind of going down 25 points yeah. and um yeah and I actually yeah. learned that one from you, Liz, actually. I, role player? I love role player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, you know, speaking of Euros, Concordia looks to be on the rise now that Concordia Solitaria is out in the world. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be interested to, to track that one. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll say the blaspheme thing. I've never played Oni Room. I know nothing about it. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> oh, just go get the app. It's like a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I got it here. It's... Uh... It's kind of dark because it's sort of like nightmare sort of. Oh, so my theme. type of game is actually. Yeah, so you might really connect with it. You might kind of. Go, it's it too will, cute. I'm, the nightmares. It's, it is it, cute. Yeah. It, it doesn't cute. like the nightmares go boo and then they go away. It, it doesn't like yes. scare you and make you poop your pants. That's what Conde wants. He wants to poop his pants. <laughs> wants to feel the, the despair of it. I want over. soiled underwear. <laughs> Bring me my brown pants. <laughs> That was the quote. Yeah, was, I want soiled underwear. Uh, 
there there are with, with with these games it's it's usually for me like i said it's the theme I, as a solo gamer and i think um uh, steve barrett and i talked about this on one of our co-op chats is that as a solo gamer mechanics for fall second mm-hmm. theme comes up to the top whereas in larger groups mechanics probably arise higher than theme but mm-hmm. for me it's why do i care to play this game and if that can hook me then i'm checking out the mechanics and peeling it and moving that to the side to see if it can keep me and so with with games like this war of mine the theme yeah i mean can you can you deny the theme in that game i mean it's um, sadness but it's good it's, it's good sadness it's, yeah it's very well uh yeah it's harrowingly <laughs> well treated like as yeah. a theme yeah so, so of games like okay, so Onirim, uh, I mean Liz and I are very, you know, we we make podcasts about it, and you know, once the full Oniverse is done, we're gonna do the big list, and you know, we're we're in on forever. Like it used to be the filler of choice, you know, years mm-hmm. ago. So like it would be that or Friday, and, and that would be like toggling, uh, yeah. between those two. And and g- solo gamers have kind of found different what different things. But that nowadays. was all we had back in our day. <laughs> 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 That's all we had. Now we have all these other options. I had to walk 15 miles uphill in the snow to the game store. Hey, both ways. Both <laughs> ways. <laughs> well, I can see. I can see why it fell. I mean, it's um, it it is what it is, and if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. But you know, if you are a newer gamer coming in it's not going to be the thing that leaps off the shelf. I mean, there mm. is, there's blingy, shiny new stuff. I mean, Button Shy really uh, took over as an example of a game that uh, a company that makes smaller games. I don't want to spoil the top of the list, but like there's so many other newer, lighter, funner. Like, I mean, Rove is, an, as an example, speaking of Button Shy, I don't know if it's Button Shy, but it's definitely small. I think it um, is. You know, as an yeah, example of a, a little tiny game that just packs a lot of punch and is yeah. so much fun. And so Onirim has a lot of competition there. So I love it, but... If people aren't gravitating towards it, then I totally understand. Um, mm-hmm. uh, pandemic is here. I mentioned pandemic. It's uh, I am like I think Kevin combined a lot of all the different pandemics. So like Star Wars pandemic, World of Warcraft pandemic, he puts them in all one thing. So that accounts for it being here. But like, sure, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally in love with that being here. I, I kind of put that in the bucket of like a role player. You mm-hmm. know, a a game that not solo gamers aren't going to be like, okay, I'm going to spend all day with this. But it's like, oh, okay, you know, it's on the list, and I have a, or it's on my shelf, and I have a little while, I'm gonna pop it down. So, mm-hmm. yeah, one yeah. of the games on here that, oh, sorry, go ahead, Maggie. No, no, you, you go ahead, you go. Um, one of the games that's on here that I noticed is Fifty One. I've never played it, but I've heard everyone talk about it. And if mm. if any if if the three of you have played it, let me know. But Turing Machine, and it's yeah. ra- it's rank yeah. changes five hundred and two last year. <laughs> I've never played it. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it. That like that um what do you call it um deduction games like it looks mm-hmm. so clever like it's such a clever system but I just never have connected like resonated with with deduction games okay. and so that's where it's like for me it's like I play a couple and then it's just I yeah it's like it, it's like now it's gonna get harder it's like I don't want it to get harder yeah but it, it is very very I think it's very well done and if you like that genre if you yeah it you yeah you would love that okay All right. you were gonna say something Maggie what was 
Uh, yeah, I was going to say, because I'm not usually into fantasy or dungeons or things like that, but one game that I was fairly late to, but completely won me over was One Deck Dungeon, which is mm. sort of sitting there at 65. Um, and just that whole concept of like having that whole bunch of dice and like just it and and yeah, like the sort of dungeon crawling, not a theme that I'm, you know, ever into. And yet this sort of concept that it's all in this, you know, kind of compact little box, but then you sort of, ah, oh, I just that one i'm i'm sort of glad to see that it's holding there but it's it's sort of slipping a little bit but i think mm. it's probably going to be one that kind of stays um yeah holds its um, position for a bit longer hopefully i want to play two games that i think are going to have new life but maybe not under their current titles mm. so the first one of those is the most obvious which is renegade uh which came in at 89 it's ricky royal's game um it's fantastic but you can't get a hold of it anymore and there have been some challenges about the title so i know that he's working on it and that he intends to have it re-released as a game called deckers mm. i don't know like when exactly uh but i believe that if renegade is hung on for this long that when deckers hits it's going to be big and the other one is, you know, it's actually Resist. So Resist is fairly recent. It's gone up 44 spots of the list. It's at 81. I think it is a wonderful little quick solo card game with a historical theme. But I actually think that it will ultimately be replaced by its successor, which we've already talked about a bit, Witchcraft. I think yeah. Witchcraft is the superior game of the two. It took everything that was good about Resist and added a layer that made it a little bit better with the trials. Mm-hmm. And I also think the theme and the art are going to be more interesting to a more mainstream audience. So I think that Resist has done well and that it will continue to do so. But I think that Witchcraft is ultimately going to pop up and eclipse it once people start to get it into their hands. I, I that's, that's exciting. Like Resist is one that I had seen for a long, long time. And just because of the theme not really being something that I was kind of as as into yeah i just never really picked it up but now witchcraft i've got i haven't played it yet but i'm like i have i've done that thing where you set it up and you're ready to yes. play it and then you don't get around to it. it's like oh and then you kind of pack it up but you're ready to get it back out again so i yeah and it's just that just the matter of the theme like just changing the the theme to something that was way more appealing um i think it's going to have a much broader audience now yeah i've not played it i have yet to play a david thompson game hi david i haven't played on daunted i haven't played whatever but if i'm gonna play one at the start it's gonna be that series of titles and i hope i can track them down at some point no it's gonna be night witches (laughs) 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 um witchcraft even though they're creating a um it's kind of set in a uh, sort of fantastical world like so the sort of like elements of magic are real in this universe that they're creating they still have at the very front of the rule book an acknowledgement of the um the kind of the horrific realities of you know the witch trials that took sure. place and and so I think I think that's the kind of stuff that I want to be able to sort of see highlighted going hey even though this is a game be mindful that this is not like this wasn't all just fun and games like this was actually like this is yeah so i think it was a good way of of acknowledging that and going even though this is not set there just be mindful of that so i thought mm-hmm. that was a good yeah i want to see more of that in rule books and games excellent so we talked about so let's uh let's just bring on the negativity now so that we don't do it at the end of the video if you could kick <laughs> Negativity? Uh, what do you don't look at me you, when you say that? <laughs> How do you know I was How looking at you? I'm, just, you? I'm merely looking at my screen blankly. So, if you're going to kick one game out of this part of the list and make room for somebody new, 
Who? What game would you dump out of this bottom half? Just let's go. That let's one? get something fresh in here. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm willing to. Let's spill that tea. Let's do it. <laughs> um, for me, oof, 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 oof. Nervous. Uh, <laughs> there was one, and I saw it. Now I can't. I can't unsee it. Anyway, move past me, and I'll come back. Oh, <laughs> oh, sworn. Ooh, that's drama. That, that is I'm controversial. Thinking, uh, I, yeah. I I've I've met the dev. I love the dev. I love the company. I think they're great. Oathsworn's cool as pretty. Right. Um as you play the game and you get into it, mechanics just kind of it's like what I, I attribute it to what Jason said about Alter Quest, where he was like, Oh, this game's incredible. I'm, I'm gonna sell it. Because <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what happened to me for Oathsworn. I, I I'm not gonna knock people who like the game. It's it's a good game for people who like the game it just it, it it did not sit for me so it was like i probably would bump this down a little bit lower and move like uh, <clears throat> kill for it <laughs> a little higher than that. <laughs> but no that one i would I, I wouldn't i would say i would keep it in the in the 51 to 100 but move it lower than it is yeah, i'm not gonna take that track i mean this is not our list it's the people's list and every single game is reflects love from people so it's like even if i'm looking at it, something and then going Ugh, you know it, it's it, it's tongue-in-cheek like the when i i know like last thing it was more like the cultural stuff like the for yeah. here uh you know i look i can look at every single one of these games not that i've played all of them but i'm familiar and see okay whoa you know this is i can see where it just hits people right in the heart it's like okay this game belongs to you kanban belongs to you not my game not even close <laughs> I mean, woof. in terms of uh, a, a whiff a kanban being like a huge heavy euro for vital asserta about like making cars or whatever uh maggie do you know about kanban i have it there and it's a shelf of shame moment because i have not played it <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like one of two that i have not played in that in time that yeah so mm -hmm. No, so I can't speak to that. But I, I agree in that there's nothing in that, yeah, in that list that it's because the ones that I'm not familiar with um, is because it's not my type of game. And so I couldn't say like, I'll get rid of it because it's like, well, it's not my type of game. So, I, you know, it's it's obviously there because the people who that there's a game for love it. So, right. yeah, there's yeah, nothing I, of the ones that I've played. I, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I feel like they deserve to be there. Right. And that. like, sometimes you get like an overrated game. It's like, I can't believe people like this. And I don't, I don't, I honestly don't see that. I, uh, like, you know, a game like Tapestry, right? So Tapestry will be uh, an example of, of a game that people regard as overrated. And because it was hyped and, you know, civilization, but a Euro, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, oh, you know, it's really just track manipulation and, you know, there's some wonkiness to it. But, you know, it, the the people that don't like that game filtered out there's some expansions came in and now it's like kind of settled in and people are they it's found its audience and mm -hmm. it's getting print runs so it's like it's like things like that of um you know people you know a game that either hits or misses or whatever but it finds its audience and its audience loves it and at every single one of these games i can say that i can i, I can't think of like a clunker in this entire in this entire uh well you, you can say that for the entire two three hundred list thing that came in oh I there's mean, some clunkers oh, yes. that's, 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 the, yeah. that's the bit that, that's the bit further that, down there's clunkers that, that's the that's the bit though like with these lists and when we when we talk about them and when we say things like well is there something you would move it's something i would move yeah, not yeah. something that yeah. the community would move and so I think I think that's the distinction to draw when I talk about this and when we talk about these things in general. It's my opinion, right? Yes. So if someone comes along and says, "Well, I don't agree," cool, <laughs> and and that's pretty much what it is. And 
so it's not um i want to make sure to to set that that mm. tone right when yes. we talk about this stuff is that this is something to where it it it's for me or not for me it's not oh i'm i'm I don't know if we can use swear words on this. It's not like I'm pooping on this game. <laughs> Family <laughs> friendly, please. Yes. Uh, or, yeah, it's not like I'm pooping on this game or saying hey, this game needs to <laughs> needs to be erased from the annals of history. It's just more when it comes to these lists and we look at these lists and we see these things that line up, we then say, this didn't sync for me. So when we're looking at this list and say, well, what would you drop on this list? Personally, this one, right? Um, mm, right. But that doesn't yeah. mean the the fans know what they like. They are they are smarter than me, so they've chosen this, and that's how it is. So, so basically, said, Derek, what is it, and why is it pandemic? Just to make Jason yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, basically, having said Derek, all that, Liz, you brought it up. So what is what is it that you're wanting to uh, put on that? Right. Actually, you know what? Nothing. I just kind of wanted to open up the topic, but what this list is—I yeah, I told you, Liz so... is setting a bait trap, and we all resisted. <laughs> well done, guys. Don't take no. Liz's bait trap. So I will so spill some—I will spill some tea that'll make people horrified at me, just because it's funny. Uh, but then I'll—I'll I'll say something that's more, I think, real about this part of the list, like because I followed this list for so many years and because we're kind of in a transitional time, I th I'm thinking about kind of saying goodbye to things, right? And like changing as a gamer. And so we'll get back yeah. to that, but. I really don't get Cthulhu Death Demi Die, and it may have been that I had a bad teach, but I played it once and I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> but I know there are people who love it and will just absolutely wave the flag for that game. So there's got to be something about it that's good. And like maybe I just had a bad first teaching experience. Or it, it could is, be it, that it's not for me. Or it's just not for me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think why people like Cthulhu, because there's like a bunch of like, you know, like Lord of the Ring, Lord Jordan of Middle Earth is a similar game, like ish, and that kind of big, you know, big adventure stuff. I think Cthulhu Death Demi Die does the best job of being like uh just a rock'em sock'em yeah, like it gives you that like kind of rock'em sock'em robots feel but like not totally popcorn like it's, it's a better game than like a massive darkness uh but it's it, it reaches that sweet spot of it's cthulhu people like it it's like big minis people like those um it is very visceral and it is very mm -hmm. like every single turn you're killing something and you're you know you're running all over the place you're not doing the mansion the maddest thing where you're like oh, let me solve this puzzle and you know, all that kind of thing <laughs> no puzzles <laughs> like you are constantly you're constantly moving you're constantly doing stuff you're constantly upgrading uh, I have my my problem with like the sanity thing as a thematic thing, but like mechanically it works wonderfully. It's so kinetic. And just for that reason, like, you know, it feels like um, you know, if Mr. President is like the West Wing, Cthulhu Death Bedive feels like 24, if that makes sense. And I'm I'm mm. not I know old shows. <laughs> I have to update. It's my okay. Show. We're if if we're that not is an old, old we... show, if that's an old show. How do you show, do, you do fellow kids? Carbon yes. dated me. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old show. <laughs> if you want old show, you gotta go back to A Team for me. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Dude, 24 was like 24 years ago. <laughs> but but I do I do want to reflect on so the, the other thing is that, you know, we've all kind of been in this biz for a while, right? Like sure. various amounts of time, but we're all serious gamers who've been gaming for a long time, who've been having channels for some time, who've been just creating things for some time. And, you know, I do believe that there's a place in the solo community for everybody, but it's also interesting to watch myself change. Like I used to be a much more, I guess, like centered on like a solo gamer, solo gamer, in the sense that I would look at this list and see myself. And I no longer fully do. And I also kind of see like the passage of time very much in this part of the list. So things like Shadowrun Crossfire, right. Space Hulk Death Angel, 
like I did bring up Agricola. I do think that it's, you know, I guess it's, it's still a classic, right? But it's aging. Um, legendary. You know, Marvel deck building game. Legendary is old. Yeah. And so, you know, Onirim continues to fall. That used to be like one that we really had. Sentinels of the Multiverse, I'm actually surprised is holding on so well just because it's been around for so long. Like they released the, the more Definitive of it, Edition right? really gave it new life. Yeah, I think uh, so. And so the Definitive Edition really fixed a lot of things. Uh, speaking to that, like new life, um, Castles of Burgundy, which I'm not a Euro person, but yeah, I mean, but it's bad. The, the um <laughs> the deluxe edition came that one that spent like you know five thousand dollars for like giant tiles and everything and it breathed new life into the game so if you really yeah. you know as a yeah. publisher if you feel like you want to breathe new life into something hey look there's an appetite for it but it also just kind of makes me think about i don't know like i feel like this is the most transitional part of the list so it's not about what would you kick out but it's about how do we see our times and our community changing? And I think that this is a part of the list where you really, really see it. Like that bottom part of the list jumps around a lot and it makes it exciting. But this is where the kind of slow bleed happens of games that used to be super, super hot until they fall into that bottom part. Mm-hmm. And I, don't know, I guess it just makes me think about transition. Like what am I personally ready to kind of let go of? And there are a lot of games that I used to think, well, this is a classic solo game and I'm a classic solo gamer. So maybe I should hold on to it. And I've really changed that in the past maybe two years. And this just kind of brings it home for me. Think about Kevin leaving the list, thinking about, you know, some of these things that have held on since he started making it, but not really knowing how much longer they'll be there or wondering about it. Like, you know, I guess I just sort of feel the future coming and the past receding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a historian. I can't help it, right? Like to me, this is like just a fascinating snapshot of our community at this moment in time, but I don't think it's going to look like this for very much longer. Like I think some of these older games are, they they seem to have some zombie strength on the list, but I just don't see a future where they remain. Yeah, it's sort of aged to the age gladiator that's been here for a while, but now it's just not sliding <laughs> yeah. as far as it could, as it used to, and it's just on its way to retirement slowly. But just yeah. some of them will remain. Some, some of them, them will remain yeah, in this in this happen. bracket for very like for years to come. I mean, they'll fall yeah. off eventually, like you said, but but they still got some they still got some heart. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, does anybody have any final observations about this? Oh, actually, yes. What is your What is your favorite game in this part of the list that you think should be in the top fifty? Let's do Mine, that. Let's start. Mine's the, already the, covered. The, the, Mine's already covered. So, <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, Jason. <laughs> yeah, Maggie. Ooh. Uh, well, Earthborn Rangers, I think. But again, I haven't played it, so it's just based on hype alone. It's like I feel um like uh, it's it's the kind of game that i want to have more of uh, it's like this sort of more my understanding of it at least it's more kind of optimistic and almost just like uh, yeah like solar punk exploration and so that's not just all combat like there's so much combat based of you know attack and defense oh. and attack and defense it's like give us something you know uh different and that's you know, kind of unrelated to this list, but things like, you know, Spirit Fire that are, you know, sort of going into crowdfunding. It's like, it's just kind of opening up this sort of solo spaces that are quite unique. And in a way, it makes it really difficult to to communicate. And that's been one of the challenges for for games like that. To Maggie, the, what, what, what attracted you to Spirit Fire? Um, I'm super spiritual. And so just this, con- one, the concept of no combat, I absolutely love. Two, this concept of like, the uh the spark and it's all about like the how you do things not necessarily the like 
you know, the, the, what you do and how you change and how you grow. It's like, Oh, that is like, that is the ultimate music to my ears. Like, it's like, mm. that is the world that I just want to lose. That's 20 hours is nothing. Like I will spend hundreds <laughs> of hours, like getting lost in that. Cause I already do like, that's my life. <laughs> that's like, that's what I, so, yeah. Yeah. I think like, um, I'm so glad you said that. I mean, when it comes to the, like, because it's not just the games, it's the audiences, right? The audiences change mm. and the list is changing because the audience, is, I truly believe that, that, that it's the, us, the audience is changing. And, you know, the old paradigm was either combat if you were adventure or war or mm. building if you were on the Euro end and like building usually about like civilizations yeah. and all that. Uh, but we have games, you know, we're going to, I mean, Wingspan, spoiler alert, <laughs> it's been on the <laughs> list forever. It's almost this year. Uh, I think opened a lot of doors and a game like Spirit Island opened a lot of doors and they'll keep on going right and i'm hoping earthborn rangers or opens doors of like we don't need to define like a gaming all gaming needs to have a contest of some sort but it doesn't have to be a combat you know mm. it, there's all these yeah. other ways in which challenge can be modeled in a way that's interesting and fun and challenging and engaging but not like you know not like in the zero sum you know mm. one must die so that i must mm. must live and have victory way and I know I'm being, um, again. What? That's not how it just works in the whole world? <laughs> Maggie, you and I, this is why we, we need to just like <laughs> drift off together, like yeah. in our woo land. Uh, just, and we're yeah. so aligned on this. Uh, I mean, I am totally, yes. Uh, give me growth. Give me challenge. And then like, you know, overcoming all that thing, you know, give my, uh, getting to a point where like interesting story is the point, but mm. also a game, not just like mm. an, an activity. Yes, yeah. please. 100%. Fantastic. Jason, who's your, who do you want to breathe some life into? See, uh, up in that top 50. I can guess. I mean, it's, it, it'll be Earth, it'll probably be Earthborn Rangers. Definitely. Probably be Earthborn Rangers. Yeah. Excellent. So for me, if I can give a, just a boost to one of these, it would actually be McKee. I yeah. think that it is, you know, it fell six spots this year. It's a respected game. A lot of solo gamers do clearly like it. But I think that they should like it more. I really like my key. Uh, it's a very charming, small worker placement game with a fun historical theme. I just, it's just one of those games that it's easy to overlook it, I think. But then when you get it back out and play it, you're like, you know what? That really is a little charmer, isn't it? Uh, and so, you know, I just want to flag it because I think that it's one of those games that's easy to overlook. But then when you stop overlooking it, you remember how good it is all over again. And I, you know, speaking of like things looking different, right? It's a, it's a really great example, I think, of a historical game, which I'm a fan of, that doesn't look like a traditional war game because I don't care about that. I'm, I'm interested in, like, does this represent history in an interesting way? I feel like McKee is like pushing at that. All right, any last thoughts before we go on to the top fifty, everyone? <laughs> actually you know what's interesting is these i feel like these videos used to be longer i will point out that it's because the list has been so static there's just less yes. to say year over year um and i don't know what you do about that other than just know that no that's true but <laughs> well that's why we we, circ we cycle the co-hosts right i mean you there's been many people that we have to thank over the years uh um luke hector and mark dainty joined us one year which was totally uh great uh yeah. last year it was paul and jeremy and mike and mike's been out here a couple times uh and you know uh, um, back in the way old days where gamers anonymous joined me uh, anthony and chris uh i mean they were on more on the euro end of things so like that's why we wanted the fresh voices yeah. uh and so you know here i mean Look, dem demographically, look what, you know, what's on the screen. And I think Liz and I did that on purpose. I mean, look, Derek is bringing a different perspective. Maggie bringing a different perspective. And it 
you know, speaking of like the woo woo stuff and, you know, brown soiled underwear and <laughs> actually brown soiled underwear is a little bit more mainstream. So, <laughs> oh dear. I think it's definitely time to end this video. So, and then a high. So, anyway, yes. a high, a low. Yes. You need the different voices to keep things fresh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, that concludes our commentary on 51 to 100 on the People's Choice Top 200 list. And now um, stay tuned because we're about to come back with 1 to 50. So thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Like, subscribe, comment, happy gaming, uh, and especially solo gaming. And thanks to all of you uh, co-hosts with me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop. Or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.